Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Welcome to Milwaukee. Hope you had a great visit. Glad no one was hit by the gunfire that blasted up your bus. Please come again. All of a sudden I heard a gunshot, told everyone to get down. They, they seen the windows right away. And then they seen the bullet holes in the seats. And that's the owner of Lou's Limos in a story by TMJ4 News. Mitch Landvik, who operates a party bus out of northeast Wisconsin, had a group for the Green Bay area at the Morgan Wallen concert this weekend at American Family Field. Twelve people on the bus when it was shot up while they were just trying to get on the freeway after the concert, about 35th in Wisconsin. I think I heard four shots, like pop, 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 pop. And one one bullet went through straight through the bus. So that's one of the people who was on board, one of the passengers talking about that terrifying ordeal. Somehow, nobody hit by the gunfire, nobody hurt. The owners showing pictures of the blown out windows, shattered glass everywhere. And here's the key point beyond that. Right. Yeah. You know, you might think, okay, isolated incident, no big deal, not my problem. I wasn't on the bus. Co owner of the operation, Don Dion, said that they won't be doing this again. We will not go back at night. It's, it's not worth it. You know, I've lived outstate, lived in Green Bay for many years, and I can tell you this goes far beyond a singular incident for this company, for these folks. You've got the city and county here begging lawmakers in Madison to send more money. And and I agree, there's a funding disparity right now in the state shared revenue that needs to be looked at and addressed. I support it. I think we're a great city and a great county with a lot of things happening that are positive. And we are an economic engine that drives the great state of Wisconsin. But it's a tough sell outstate. People's opinions of Milwaukee and other places are not often positive. They see the city and the county as a drain on resources, not a boost to the economy. And now they come down here for a concert, and this is how they go home. Hey, how was the concert in Milwaukee? Well, our bus got shot up on the street. Doesn't help the argument. 7.15 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. After losing Game 1 of the opening round in the Eastern Conference playoffs, the Bucks, well, they did get some positive news regarding their two-time MVP on the back injury he suffered late in that first quarter against the Heat. Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN reporting the MRI has come back clean for Giannis regarding what is called that back contusion injury. And there is some hope and optimism for his availability for Game 2, which is scheduled for Wednesday night at Pfizer Forum. Over to the Diamond, where the Milwaukee Brewers won their second game in a row, this time taking care of the Seattle Mariners by a final of 7-3. to three. Corbin Burns, who did get the start, he went five and one-thirds innings while only giving up two earned runs. That's the good news. The bad news, he would leave in the sixth inning with, with a chest injury, as the team later described following the game, as minor. Next up for the Brew Crew, 12 and 5 Brew Crew, 12 wins already, is another 840 first pitch. Colin Ray expected to get the start for Milwaukee. Coming up next, we'll check in with meteorologist Brendan Johnson. Some parts of Wisconsin got two feet of snow. That's next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Key. Storm Team 4 meteorologist Brendan Johnson in this morning and joining us live here on Wisconsin's Morning News. Biggest snow total you saw in the state, Brendan, somewhere near two feet? Uh, yeah, somewhere near two feet, Vince, up in Northfield over in Jackson County, a whopping 22 inches <laughs> of snowfall from that big band yesterday. 
Wow. So how do we how did we avoid that? We must have, were just a little bit warmer, just warm enough, or did they just get more precipitation as well? You know, they got that big swath of snow on the western side of the state. You know, Milwaukee, the southeastern part of Wisconsin, not necessarily the case. It kind of all fell apart as it got closer to us. So all of that, uh, you know, yeah, fell apart. Didn't have to worry about it here. But we still got the snow, and uh, boy, did we get the cold, too. It's cyclical, isn't it? Are, are we expecting more of this anytime soon? So luckily, no snow, uh, but we got a nice full day of sunshine, so be sure to go out and enjoy the 50s. A little bit more mild today, uh, but we do have rain on the way for our Wednesday and Thursday. Some scattered showers and storms. Uh, could have a couple stronger ones out there tomorrow morning between 7 and 10 a.m., couple more uh throughout the day and then into thursday could see some more storms but uh by the weekend i think is your question it'll be a little bit cooler i'll be watching to see if we get any wintry mix to sneak in with some of the rain over the weekend talking with store team for meteorologist brendan johnson this morning you know this is classic wisconsin spring though and i my regular complaint is i don't need it to be 80 in april I just need it to be not snowing in April. That would be nice. (laughs) I know it all averages out, right? When you look at the average temperature or whatever for April, right, it averages out fine. But it's because we have those highs and lows here. Yes. And you know what? Someone was telling me at the station yesterday, it's like this Wisconsin thing. We tend to forget things. We forget about the temperature extremes in April. We forget usually that it can get so cold in the morning. And, you know, some folks have already gone out. They were inspired last week. and went and planted uh, a little too early for that because we still can have these big swings. But uh, yeah, as you say, uh, overall the whole month, yeah, it kind of balances out. We are trending in the right direction. Talking with meteorologist Brendan Johnson over TMJ4. Hey, we talked about the news earlier this week. Our friend Marissa Wallison moving on, going back home to Michigan. She got a great job opportunity wow. in Detroit. So that, that clears a position for you all there in the uh, storm team Center is uh, Chief Meteorologist yeah. Brian Nisnansky planning gladiator games to determine who goes where now, or <laughs> what's going on back there. Yeah, if that were only the case, uh, no, the search <laughs> is on a, a, a huge loss for us. Uh, we love Marissa, uh, but I got to tell you, it is a privilege to do this work on television. It is even more special when you get to do it at home. And her two uh, little girls are going to be able to grow up with their grandparents. So we're so excited for her and her family uh, to get closer to to Detroit. She's moving within the company. Great station. Uh, So, yeah, big loss for us. But we're we're on the lookout. Uh, We have got things handled, though. Uh, You know, Niz has got he's got it all under control. We're, We're all good. Still didn't answer my question about the gladiator games. I mean, just, listen, I, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what I weapon will you choose? <laughs> well, yeah, Meteorologist Brendan Johnson with us this morning. Hey, thanks, Brendan. I know we'll be talking more often now here in the future, regardless of how things shake out over there. Appreciate it. Absolutely, Vince. You take care. Yeah, Niz is going to break a pool cue and set it down. Let's go. All right, everybody <laughs> 10 paces away. Who wants the morning shift? It's a coveted shift. The hours are lousy. I mean, there's no question about that. That's hard on you. But that's when you want to be on TV on the morning show. That's right. So it's big time stuff over there. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Milwaukee Brewers are winners once again, this time taking care of the Seattle Mariners on the road by a final of 7-3 for their 12th victory of the year. Corbin Burns, who did get the start, he went five and one-thirds innings while only giving up those two earned runs. However, a little bit of bad news, he did leave in the sixth inning with a chest injury, as the team later described as being minor. Next up for the Brew Crew is another 841st pitch. Colin Ray expected to get the start for Milwaukee. 
Brewers 360 is sponsored by Outdoor Living Unlimited. Our guest this morning is Brewers broadcaster Craig Koshan, up early with us. Morning, Craig. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Hey, we're awesome. Really cool of you to join us today. I wanted to start with, you know, you just heard Brandon talk about the injury or whatever it is to uh, Corbin Burns. Boy, these guys are tweaked up, right? And I guess when you use your body as a tool for a living, you're really in touch with your body. But it just seems like any little pinch, any little twinge, any whatever, these guys are feeling it and want to be safe and cautious about it. Well, I'm going to speak for myself and not throw you guys into the mix here, but I, I never have any issues with my pectorals when it comes to the job that, that we have to do here. <laughs> but, Depends but on how you do the I, job, I but yeah, say, I, I would say you're on safe ground there. I, I will say it's, uh, it is a little, you know, a little, little disturbing because you just don't know, you know, how serious these injuries really are because all of a sudden, you know, you know, we're all watching these games, and these guys go through a lot. They have routines, physical routines that they go through every single day. And uh, when things like this crop up, you know, Corbin Burns says after the game, it looks fine, you know, come in tomorrow and do my regular routine and don't plan to miss a start. Well, then all of a sudden you get, you know, news on the 180 side that things are completely different. So, obviously, hopefully that's not the case here. Um, the, the, you know, it, you just have to fight through some of these uh, injuries sometimes. And, um, you know, you get elite athletes and performers like Burns and Woodruff, and they're doing their best. But, uh, you know, cross your fingers, everything's good today with him. Uh, Craig, uh, staying on the injury front, how concerned should we be as Brewers fans about the Brandon Woodruff injury? I know you had uh, some work done. You had an MRI done. It was kind of a vague uh, answer that he gave. He said, I think, if it happened at or before the All-Star break, he would be done for the year. Should we be concerned about a long-term effect with uh, with Brandon Woodruff here? Well, I think the biggest thing you have to be concerned about, you have to read between the lines a little bit with that and understand, you know, he's not going to come back probably in a month. Um, I don't want to speak out of turn here, but, um, you know, I, I, I would guess that it's going to be a couple of months for, you know, uh, Woody to, to get back here. And, and here's part of the problem with that. Um, how long is he going to be completely shut down from doing uh, what he does best? And that's using that pitching arm and shoulder. Are we going to be in a situation, you know, with an injury like that where you're shut down for so long that you need basically a, another spring training uh, to get your arm back in gear to pitch again? I mean, are we looking at July 1st? Are we looking at August 1st? I would say, you know, further into the second half of the season is probably realistic for him. Um, but then it's that whole in-between time of not having, you know, a, a Cy Young candidate basically um, at your avail for such a long period of time during the season and how that's going to, you know, long-term affect the rest of the team. You know, when guys get injured, usually see it's a, a short window of time. They're still playing well. They're still pitching well. Uh, but, but at some point, you know, soon down the line here, uh, if not starting tonight, we're gonna we're gonna miss Brandon Woodruff. Uh, we're gonna start feeling that effect. It's just inevitable with as good a pitcher as he is. Am I the only one tired of these West Coast games? My goodness, I know. <laughs> Jeez, Come the on, nine please. something first pitch, right? Yeah, no kidding. We're up late. Hey, I, I don't know, Craig, like, I forgot to look when you do your uh, pregame and postgame and stuff. Are you still out at the ballpark when the team's on the road? And the reason I ask is I want to know what the lawn looks like after we're done breaking <laughs> down after this Morgan Wallen concert over the weekend. 
Uh, no, I'm not. We're not out there. We're we're usually in the studio uh, unless something goes to Ryan. We're out at the ballpark. But uh, no, I, I I wonder about that too. You know, it was immaculate. We all saw it for the first uh, homestand, and then it's like, okay, now you're going to have a concert. But two days in a row. A yeah, trip. I know it. Yeah, and they they do a terrific job of getting it all back in, and um, you know. Nothing short of you know having to to resod and whatnot. They they do. I mean, it is kudos to those guys, the grounds crew, and everybody in charge of that stadium. It is truly uh, an amazing, amazing effort to get that thing back in the gear. Brewers broadcaster Craig Koshan, our guest this morning on Brewers Three Hundred and Sixty. Thanks, my friend. Great to catch up with you. You got it. Take care, you guys. Ten minutes before eight o'clock, Mark Tauscher is next on Wisconsin's Morning News. The NBA playoffs are finally here. Drives in on Giannis, puts the shot up, rejected by Giannis on the second jump. And the quest for a championship starts on Bucks Talk with Justin Garcia. He's been their best three-point shooter so far. He's just found his niche. Every series right here, and it starts in round one when the Bucks try to take down the Miami Heat. Punishing dunk from the Greek freak. Take that. You can listen live throughout the playoffs right here on WTMJ. WTMJ's Vince Vetrano here for Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. We know baseball's back. Pella's roster's filled with five tool players. Now, those are the players that do everything well. And leading off for the Pella team is the innovative and award-winning Easy Slide Horizontal Windows. These things are wider than they are tall. They let in a ton of light. Smoothest glide reveals a lot of natural light, unobstructed views. And then you follow that with the Pella Premium Roll Screen. These things are magic. You open your window, the screen appears, you close the window, it rolls away completely out of sight. And of course, it's patio season, and your door's getting a workout. You're in and out, trying to get to the grill, hanging out outside, bringing beverages. You want an easy slide door, one that looks and performs great. And that's Pella's Reserve Series Patio Door. It's one my wife and I just ordered for our home. Can't wait to get it installed. Beautiful inside and out, virtually unlimited sizes, and custom colors. And... Pella protects all of the products in its lineup with the best lifetime warranty in the industry. Here's the deal they're offering right now. You bring any number of Pella's all-star innovations home, 0% financing for up to 48 months when you order by April 30th. Visit PellaWI.com for this amazing offer. Certain restrictions do apply. Hear that? That's the sound of the 2023 Chevy Silverado's turbo high output engine. Delivering impressive power with no compromise durability. Whether you're helping friends move or just moving some friends, this is the sound of a family with plenty of rear seat room to enjoy the ride. And this is the sound of you heading to your local Chevy dealer today. Find your Silverado and find new roads. Chevrolet. Visit WisconsinDriveChevy.com. The pontoon and deck boat event of the year. April 20th through 23rd at Centerpoint Pewaukee, and you won't believe the deals. Centerpoint Pewaukee, Highway 16 and Capitol Drive. Be there. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. 753 traffic is sponsored by Centerpoint. Don't miss the pontoon and deck boat sales event of the year. Debbie? All right. Still have that accident on 94 southbound. Technically, it's on the Racine-Kenosha County line, Highway KR on ramp uh, to southbound 94. So be careful with that. Otherwise, on and off the brakes, right out of the zoo, well, from Highway 100 on eastbound 94 all the way through the stadium. The westbound side slow from before the Marquette all the way through the stadium. Northbound on 41, backing up from Blue Mound Road up past Swan Boulevard. 
Boulevard. Uh, southbound side has a few pockets of heavy traffic coming in from Hampton Avenue all the way to uh, Burleigh. And the southbound 43 going to be slow from just before Good Hope Road down to about Hampton Avenue. Taking it back a step, we do have some delays from Mequon Road all the way past the county line as well. I'm Debbie Lazaga with your WTMJ Johnson & Sons Paving Time Saver Traffic. WTMJ's five-day forecast sponsored by Dave Dre Camp Heating, where your comfort is their family's tradition. It's mostly sunny today with a high of 54. Quiet weather tonight, low down to 38. Cloudy with a chance of showers and storms Wednesday, high of 52. Thursday's high getting up to 65 degrees with a chance of showers and thunderstorms right now at 33 in Milwaukee. Idea Man. We're on YouTube now, too. Has that changed how you guys have dressed? Innovative. Not that I'm saying I, I always wear pants, but I'm going to definitely have to at least always wear pants now. And Packers Hall of Famer. Where's the camera? <laughs> it's time for Tausch. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by your Wisconsin Chevy dealers. Mark Tauscher, pants or otherwise, on Wisconsin's Morning News, sponsored by your southeastern Wisconsin Chevy dealers. Camera thing working out for you okay, Tausch? Yeah, I I have to admit, pancake, uh, you know, some weeks when you kind of do a collage of what we said the week before, sometimes they're good, sometimes, uh, uh, that was my favorite. I chuckle. I've chuckled both <laughs> days that we've heard that because I am wondering... Uh, yeah, why would I, why did I say that? Because yeah, the camera so far so good, Vinny. I think the uh, it's so different because you used to just kind of you know, doing radio, whatever. Now I feel like we have to kind of look back at your pro- uh, previous career and start thinking more like a TV person. Which I don't know if that's my favorite thing, but we're, we're rolling with it. We're, it's it's going. Did you not have a, a TV show when you were in Green Bay? Wasn't there a Mark Tyson show? I did, show but I mean that was. Yeah, I actually was with uh, Steve the Homer True. I did a, a yeah. little uh, TV show way back, and they had me introducing our guests. And one time I had Mike Wall, who was a great offensive guard for us for a lot of years. And I said the University of Navy, and Homer just <laughs> no. Because, yeah, it's not the University of Navy. Uh, I don't know what the heck I was thinking, but it's uh, the Naval Academy, and I should have gotten that right. But, yeah, I've done TV, but... It was never on for three hours. You go there, you do a hit, and then that's the extent of it. So I'm learning that as we get in this digital age, and we've been there for a while, that now you have to dress up. You can't just go down in sweatpants and a tank top and and call it a day doing a show. Not yet, I don't think. Unless you're Pat McAfee. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's mm-hmm. whole thing, right? Man, that's, uh, that's a great question. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, fellas, I have a question for you guys today. I'm going to flip the script on you a little bit. Uh, I was at an event yesterday with our friends at uh, American Family Insurance, and A.J. Dillon was the Packers, uh, the current player, who was there. And the kids were obviously all excited. We gave away a bunch of helmets through this really cool program. So a bunch of high school programs in the state of Wisconsin got a bunch of new football helmets. And my question to you guys, you can pick this coming football season at 6.55 every morning. You get a current Packer player to join you. Who are you picking? Oh, I well, I'd say Jordan Love. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, but so, Tausch, it's, it depends you know, on what you're going for. Radio, who's yeah. going to be the most entertaining? Who's going to give us the good stuff? Mm. Who's going to give us the locker room Energy. garbage? Right? Yeah. Or who's going to be so the most newsworthy? Right, who do we want to break yes, down about so, this, that, or the other? 
Yeah, I think you have to. If I'm, you know, if I'm advising, I would say you have to go with Jordan Love because the interest level in Jordan Love is going to be off the charts. But I was trying to think of that yesterday, and the answer I got from most of the kids that were the high school players that were there was Aaron Jones. Now, AJ, they're obviously all excited. I knew AJ Dillon was coming. They didn't, so I was kind of doing a little preemptive <laughs> uh, polling. Yeah, and Aaron Jones won in a landslide, even over Jordan Love. So it, it it's uh, you know as the transition is happening, and Jordan Love, the new era begins up in Green Bay. I think it'll be interesting to see how he handles himself because you hope that he's going to be good and charismatic. Those are all great qualities to have as a quarterback, but nobody knows, and everybody has Aaron Jones because Aaron Jones carries himself so well. He's on the tailgate tour. That was the answer, and it would be an interesting question. I'd be fascinated to see how that plays out. I think most entertaining cat on the team, though, is A.J. Dillon, right? I mean, for somebody who's going to give you the most. charismatic and friendly. I would I would yeah, go with talking I would wings, go with Bakhtiari. Dork County. Oh, yeah. You're Bak- going D-Bock? I'd go D-Bock because he's kind of in that middle ground of he's Aaron Rodgers' best friend, but he's also a Green Bay Packer for now if Ooh. if he wants to be. No. Uh but he he does good interviews. Uh, he was on the uh Bussin with the Boys, provided some good insight and he's entertaining chugging beers at Bucks games. <laughs> so, that's the interesting part. We've had Four different people that all know sports, all with a different answer when it comes to who you'd pick. That's part of that transition because I think we'd all – I think the David Bakhtiari part of that is interesting because he is at that point – you know when your grandparents are at that age where they'll say whatever they want because <laughs> they don't give a blank? I feel like d is at that point in his career because he's made a bucket load of cash. His bo- Most of his boys are gone. And he is now at the point where, listen, I'm going to say whatever the heck I want to say. And I think, Brandon, you maybe swayed me. I think that's where I want to be. If and we Tausch, got a let's, and Tausch guest, Tausch, that's let's, who I'd pick. Let's, let's be real. Offensive linemen are usually the smartest guys in the room, Boom. too. That's why you're – That's I knew I liked you for a reason. I'll tell you <laughs> well, right now you're that guy for us. Mark Tauscher every morning just before 8 o'clock. Thanks, Tausch. Sounds good.